When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to a Tuesdays here at Hale Varsity Radio. We're powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. Signing day eve as we get you geared up. We will have all sorts of coverage tomorrow. Reaction comments on the class from some of the greatest industry leaders, some proud parents on signing day, and, and a whole lot more. So we invite you to spend time with us uh, throughout the week, but tomorrow for the Hale Varsity Signing Day special. Uh, first things first, a show to knock out today, and uh, we are excited to have so many of you back in on the stream. Anthony is first. Dion's right there. I think Anthony got there by a nose. Anonymous is in, and I kind of like doing this. We start off with roll call. Uh, the top four, Brennan from the Black Hills gets in at four, and then Jeff checks in at five. So it's a race to get in the waiting room. Numbers to dial up at 489-1240, 489-1240, or 800-825-5865. Uh, the names I mentioned are in the StreamYard portion of the show, the video version, the Hale Varsity YouTube section. It's where you go to watch the program also, the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio. So, we'll take some thoughts and questions. If you want to jump in on tomorrow's class, we can try and answer some of those questions. We'll hear from Matt Rule tomorrow. So, we'll uh, lock that down and all sorts of things in between. Has the smile gone away yet? It's a fair question, and many of you will shake your head no. Uh, or type in no, or dial up and say no. You're still on cloud nine as a Nebraska fan because of the news that came down around 420 or so yesterday with Dylan Riola. That's still something to be happy about. Uh, What does it mean? We'll dive in a little bit further into the Riola effect and uh, get to your phone calls as well. But beyond Dylan, and he is the... uh, the flag bearer, the flag planter with what this 2024 class really is, Elijah. And it's a legacy class. That's where I want to go because guys who did it before have uh, really talented sons that are going to try and do it again as the ultimate goal for Matt Rule and this football team is to win a championship, to, to be in position for championships to be in the playoff to keep climbing the ladder that's a far jump from five and seven but you've got the tools the resources the players and the vision to get it done to go execute it 
you've just got a timeline to navigate now. Mm-hmm. And with Nebraska, this legacy class will be important to moving down the line on this yellow brick road to get Nebraska back to relevancy, back to recency, back to playing for games of consequence, winning those games of consequence in a really fun but disastrously tough Big Ten. But the question becomes, did Nebraska secure their piece yesterday? That speeds up that timeline. Sure. That, that makes it, as I kind of said your pilot. Does it make it a, a two- to three-year rebuild as opposed to a four- to five-year rebuild? Because that's been the, the prevailing thought among national media, among local media even as well. You know what? That first, those first two classes are going to be big. You, you judge a guy based on whenever those guys are, are juniors and seniors. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we saw what Matt Rule was able to do with the guys that he had, that he, I guess, he inherited last season, the guys that are now his. They're still his guys, but, but still his guys. You, you took a notice. He had a good cupboard. Forward. Took a noticeable step forward. And you saw what pieces that he has with those freshmen, the guys that are going to be sophomores next year. But now you look at this next class. The second class is the class that you're really building your future upon. The, the, the guys that are the guys that are going to take Nebraska from a, a, a non-bowl team to a team that could be competing for, say, a Big Ten championship or a college football playoff. And it is the addition of Dylan Rylo that brought you there. And the question becomes, is it now not about what those guys are doing as juniors and seniors, but is it what they're adding to the, the freshman, sophomore, to the guys that Matt Rule inherited because of the guy that you got at the quarterback mm-hmm. position? If you nail that spot, I mean – well, you can turn a five-year rebuild into a two-year rebuild. Well, you, you, yeah, you get the right talent. You get the right mindset, the right mentality to go with that talent. And don't kid yourself. Nebraska's trying to jump from fringe bowl team to nine wins. And then you go from nine to, all right, upper echelon of the Big Ten slash one of the 12 in the playoff. Your top three or four of the Big Ten, easier said than done. We'll see. Um, then, then you're part of that playoff discussion piece. Let's go to the phones here to get us kicked off. Who's with us? F-Bomb Brian. F-Bomb Brian. Hey, F-Bomb Brian, how we doing? Get your button ready. No. <laughs> you can't how's be. Your, uh, how's your voice down today? Uh, yesterday, you uh, sounded a little, uh, a little iffy. All right, no, I'm good. I just had a, a what do we call it, an episode? <laughs> a frog in your throat. I just had an episode. No, I was going to put down... Uh, a wager at, at what point in the stream if folks want to give me time hacks do i do i lose it and start uh falling wayside like i'm smoking a carton of paul malt get your bets in now in the stream yard when does it happen today right I, i've got a little <laughs> little more water next to me and the, rob the uh the, the suit high quality h2o it's what it is so the little tito's in it but he uh you know threatened my life to, to make sure my throat was better today so it's going to be better today what do you think brian f-bomb brian are you uh, pretty excited yeah you, you gearing I, up here for tomorrow one part of me is squealing like a little girl on the inside obviously and uh another part of me is ptsd a little my 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 cousin is a diehard iowa fan bless his heart i don't I hope to cure him of his mental constipation one day. <laughs> but it sounds like they're they're kind of their their butts are puckering over in Iowa City right now. Well, it's always been a back and forth game, and in what's been the the deciding factor, it's been a, a turnover, a mistake. Yep. A lot of times by Nebraska, and sometimes that mistakes happened at quarterback, right? Because there's been a lot put on the quarterback's plates. And uh, maybe that is the issue because, I mean, Iowa's had quarterback problems since the Mr. Banks era of almost 20 years ago. They've, they've endured 
Beathard was all right. I don't want to pile on him, but you get what I'm saying. You uh, you get you you beat Iowa through better quarterback play and of course awesome defense. Yeah, and and I was I was trying to watch some full game uh, videos of of, of uh, Dylan Iola and man, that guy he's got a 50 cal strap to his arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can man. he can sling it. Holy man. crap! He he flicks it and the thing goes 50 yards. Yeah, I, I I couldn't I couldn't even I couldn't even punt the ball as far as he he throws it. Based on pure arm talent, he looks different than anyone Nebraska's ever had in their history. No, it's I mean it's it's a nice it's a nice problem to have. What do we do with this talented freshman? <laughs> well, even the quarterbacks we won national titles with, he throws better better balls than they do. Sure, not even close. Right? Yeah, different different They're offense. Option. They're yeah. option guys, so I get it. Well, I would, but I mean, you, you look at the great quarterbacks in Husker history: Joe Gann, Zach Taylor. You could argue that that Ryola's got better arm talent than them right now as a seventeen-year-old. Sure. Oh no, yeah, it's, it's it's fair to say, Brian. I would I would say this, and thanks for checking in with us. Uh, let that scale drift towards the excitement factor versus the PTSD. All right, I'll try. All right, tis the, we'll, we'll tis wait till spring. We'll see how he does. Yep, till it is the season for optimism. All right, it's signing day. All right, big good guys. Take care. There he is F bomb Brian behaving himself. That's a win. No F bombs. No, no F bomb. Every time F bomb Brian jumps on the line, four eight nine twelve forty or. 800-825-5865. Elijah's hands get a little shaky. He has the nickname for a reason. Oh, I know. <laughs> he did. And, and he, we, we, and he, we don't give out that nickname for no reason at no, all. And, and he won that nickname very early in a postgame show. <laughs> I, I, I do believe. But we'll get into um, some of your questions and comments. We get into the legacy uh, part of this here, the legacy class. And, I mean, these are the names that, that are – in or already in. You've got Neil Smith's son, Keelan Smith. Remember we talked to Neil when Keelan committed. Keelan had a fantastic year down in the Kansas City region. Of course, uh, Danny Noonan's boy got dinged up this year but was looking really good. Uh, and, and Noonan and Neil were on that same defensive line. Danny went, I think, 18th overall. Neil went number two overall. And they played two years together with Coach McBride along with Broderick Thomas, have fun blocking that version of the black shirts. Of course, we have uh, Dom and Dylan. Dylan, we've spent a lot of time on, and he is that that linchpin here for this legacy class. You have Damon Benning and Caleb Benning. Caleb Benning's just an absolute playmaker from west side, both sides of the football, incredible. You have Kenny Clark, Quinn Clark, uh, his boy, and uh, Caden Cook, Sam Cook's son, and we know how good Sam was at Nebraska and with the Ravens. Sam, a friend of the show. Camden, the, 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 the putter. I mean, so all these guys have experienced game day uh, one time or another. They've seen dad's uh, den, right? They've seen dad's den or Husker room, and they, they know what, what dad is about, and they've been around dad's friends, old teammates. They've heard how special it was for for their fathers and and a lot of the fathers played and won meaningful games they went on to have great careers in the NFL and they also understand maybe even not through dad's discussion with them but just where Nebraska's at and where they can be when it comes to bringing Nebraska 
back to relevance. And that's to me why it's really intriguing with this second year to the to your points, Elijah, about just how um, how important this second year is of, from a recruiting standpoint. But the the legacy part. Yeah, I mean, you have guys in this class that that understand fully Nebraska. They understand the pressure that comes with being a guy at Nebraska, and you're going to have that added pressure as a legacy. You know, your dad won a national championship. Your dad won a, a Big 8 title. Your dad was a, a two-time All-Big 8 selection. You have the added pressure of, of dad your, watching your dad game. Your dad won. Your dad won a lot of ball games. And you have that added pressure of going back home and facing dad and, man, son, 5-7 and seven this year? You, you have that added pressure, and I'm not sure if that's a, a good pressure or if that's a bad pressure, but that is pressure nonetheless, and that's a part of this class that you have to think about that it's it's deeper than that in Nebraska. And it's different in Nebraska than other places. It's it's different than an Iowa legacy going off. And this is not a pile on Iowa segment, but the, these guys that are legacies, they're all standout players in their own right. Every single guy that we just mentioned as being a legacy is a standout guy. And, and it's different at Nebraska because of that history, because of that that just, uh, uh, what is it, tradition of winning. That's on the, the jerseys. Mm-hmm. The tradition of winning at Nebraska and the fact that these guys' dads all experience that at the highest level as contributors, as playmakers, you're all gonna, they're all going to have that pressure as a part of this class. And I'll be interested to, to see what that does to these guys as their college career progresses. Well, and, and it's, uh, you know, pressure is a privilege. You hear coaches say that from time to time. The centerpiece of this revival that's what this is. You're trying to revive Nebraska on a national scale, on a national scene. You do that with some buzz, but that buzz has got to turn into uh, to wins on the field. And a guy like Dylan Raiola jumping all into this deep end of the pool, willingly saying, you know what, man, I want to, I want to go get it back. I want to build it back. That, that takes some guts. It, it's not easy to go wherever he could have gone. I mean, he could have gone to SC, he could have gone to Ohio State, he could have gone to uh, uh, Georgia. I mean, he could go to spots that are that are really tough spots that are already winning now. He has that talent level. I mean, you could go as far as say he could go anywhere in the country. He could. Just about he, every school out there offered He, he him. could have gone anywhere and, and been a real, uh, real problem in that quarterback room with incumbents, without incumbents, okay? And he chose to come back where his dad roamed uh, the, uh, the the hallways of Memorial Stadium and then uh, pile-drived people on the, on the defensive line uh, with uh, his, his blocks at center. So it was a conscious choice. You've got these other legacies making conscious choices, and the choice is this, is to be a part of that lift with Matt Rule. Uh, when we come to uh, where Nebraska needs to go, how quickly it can happen, and the, the fact that the process that Rule speaks about is going to be done the right way. It's going to be earned, but it's also, you're going to get a chance to to get better. It's not, all right, we got you, dude. Go do your thing. Hands off. No, there's going to be supervision I think you got to be excited about that part when you get the talent to to mesh with the development. I know I said it yesterday, but it's it's so true, and it's such a truth in college football when you look at the winning programs right now that are winning at an elite level. They have insane talent. They have also developed talent, but they 
they hone that talent and they get some of the best of the best, or at least you get it rolling to do so. Uh, and man, you get talent in here, you get the talent right, and then you get the coach, the, the talent coached up to go in. It's a really, really good thing for Nebraska. Well, you heard Matt Rule say on one of those uh, the rewind episodes last year that scouts come in and say that that you're the the only school we've seen practice as hard as Georgia. Yeah. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing that quote. I didn't nail it 100. percent I apologize for that. But you're trending in the right direction in terms of getting the talent that Georgia gets. You're not even close right now. Don't get me wrong. You're not close to getting the same talent, but you're trending in that direction. If you can start getting some wins on the field, you'll practice as hard as them. If you can make your development look like Georgia, you are going to be a problem, not just for the Big Ten, but the the college football world as a whole. Well, you can bring in like talent. Uh, Brian checks in so far. Excitement hasn't subsided. How many hours before we seek medical attention? Uh, I'm not a doctor. I might need to see one. Uh, Mitch Sherman's with us. Hail Varsity continues.